Oh, man. I took me a cat nap like no one's business with whittling some underneath the oak tree. Next thing I know, Adam Burns is throwing a bucket full of uh, four-day-old water in my face to wake me up. You know what he said to me? We gotta do a show! And I said, you're right. You're Adam Burns. I'm Joe Batance. And we're throwing down! Like I said at the top of the show, my name's Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a little show called Throwing Down. But I don't do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Mouth of the South. The Poff from Arkansas. The one the only Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam the Burns. Poff from Arkansas? Yep. Hey, you got, Joe. Because you got um, a dad bod. I, uh, I, I'm glad you could join us. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, Thank you for I having me on your show. Yeah, you're welcome. I was entertaining the chat room for a good, I don't know, hour uh-huh. um, when you finally showed up, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, good to have you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I was playing video games, and I happened to look at my phone, and there was your face, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I mean, have that's a show always to do. scary. I have a show to do. Thank God you called. I was in the middle of this game. What game were you playing? Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I. you know what? I kind of gave up on that. Hmm. I can't figure stuff out. I'm not good I, at it I, either. I know. It's like, I know. And I get so sad. I'm like, I, I'm hunting around for things. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I can't find it. I, I don't know where the stupid... I don't even remember now. It's been so long since I played it. But you're looking for these... Temples or something temples or something I'm like i can't find now i'm trying to get through this icy area and i just keep dying because mm-hmm. it's too cold yeah and i'm like you know what screw it mm-hmm. screw you and your ice mountain yeah. i'm just you know and so I, I gave up well i may eventually try again but right now i'm i'm on a i'm i'm on a timeout aiden bought it for me for my birthday because so i've been playing it yeah, I, I get your frustration, Adam Burns. I know exactly what you're talking about. You need to get yourself a coat. Then you can get through the uh-huh. cold. Yeah. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I like games that they just hand it to you. You know, you're like, gonna have that southern accent the whole time, or it's the uh, way I talk. Now, Adam Burns. By the way, people were saying the other day that their favorite voice that I do is your voice. Oh, well, good, good, good. Now, we have a lot to talk about with you. Now, I, you know, usually this is where I do, on your show, you did this, you did that, but you took a whole week off last week. I did, yeah. I did tell a couple of the big stories on Mix Minus, because we did record. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, I took a week off. I did not record, and, uh, and I just started back on Monday, which yeah. was yesterday. And now you're, like, mad at your audience. I was listening to, the, to Geeky Gay this morning, and you were like... I got a spreadsheet, okay, and I'm going to make you guys hear every single story that at anything that ever happened to me. It's in a, a spreadsheet. Well, no, because this is the deal. No, I'm sure. not. Well, maybe I am. I don't know. I I'm not legitimately angry, mm-hmm. but that you know, we we all know this about me. 
I'm a, I am a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I constantly am on this, this fine line of trying to please my listeners, but realizing that it's my show and I need to do it however I want because you're never going to please everyone. Yeah. But I, but I fluctuate back and forth. So occasionally mm-hmm. when listeners will complain about something, I will get kind of passive aggressive on the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. because I'm, I really want to please them, but then it irritates me. It's just like when I go to Wendy's and they say, and I want to try the new pretzel bacon burger. Yeah. And then they say, would you like to try our pretzel bacon burger today? Oh, and then, don't get me started oh, on this one. I'm so irritated because then I, I'm thinking, well, now mm-hmm. it seems like I'm just trying to please you. Mm-hmm. And I resent you for that. 17 year old who's on the other end of this thing. I don't, I don't want to please you, mm-hmm. but I do want to please you, but it makes me mad. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of like that. So but yeah, you, know, you realize, and we've talked about this before, that makes zero sense, right? I think it's common. If you're, if you're a person, I think a person who is a people pleaser and let's say, let's say a codependent person, let's mm-hmm. even take it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. I think it's common when you are that type of personality that even though you're doing it and and you're trying to please everyone, there's this resentment that bubbles under the surface. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the thing where you go oh, to Wendy's. a drive through and they say, would you like to try the Wendy's new pretzel, pretzel bacon burger? And you're like, I want to try it. But because the person asked me now, I'm not going to have it. That is unusual. Well, that's an extreme. Yeah. It's an extreme. I, yeah. I'll admit it's an extreme. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, so yes, I the last time I went on a trip. My listeners were – some of my listeners were not happy mm-hmm. because I did not give them enough detail about my trip. Mm-hmm. Now, I was trying to s- spread it out and put some of it on this show, some of it on Mixed why? Mind, some of it on Geeky Gay. Well, you, we know why. I've said that many times. And uh, and they got irritated and, and kept telling me, well, all you told us about was the drive through restaurant you went to and then you skipped over all the – stuff and so this one i'm like okay guess what mm-hmm. i've got a spreadsheet of stuff we did every single you're gonna get every single time we took a piss mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna get it so yeah so what what story from st thomas are you gonna sh- you, i guess you have a have you have you uh rationed out some for this show even though well, i want the record no, of the show there's, there's gonna be repeats okay that's fine only- i don't mind repeats I- Well, I want to give you a couple of generalizations. Sure. That I haven't said. And and there are a couple of stories, but I want to give a couple of generalizations. Mm -hmm. First of all, I expected the people in St. Thomas to be very friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not find them to be friendly. That's just a generalization. Mm -hmm. They, They are very, all the people that I dealt with were very matter of fact about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not nice. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like a, a scenario that I could give you, but I, just a general feeling they were not incredibly nice. You feel like I me mean, at a Pride 48 event? Maybe I, I don't know how you feel at a Pride 48 event, but uh, they were just very they were they were just very. I don't know. You would ask them a question, and they would act like you were dumb. Mm-hmm. For asking that question, well, of course it's you know blah 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 or whatever. 
So I, I don't know. I can't give it, but that was just a generalization. So um, were you like, is this where Daniel Brewer's from? <laughs> you know what's so funny is now he listens to the show and now I'm in trouble. Oh my god! Yeah, the first thing he did we were when we recorded Mix Minus is he said, uh, "You know, I was listening when you said." Uh, he said, "It hurt my feelings that you said um, that you don't repeat stories because." you're upset that I told you you shouldn't repeat stories or something like that. And mm-hmm. I said, well, he said it on the air or off the air. He said it on the air. Oh. And I said, well, I'm, I, I'm not mad at you, but you did. You do say that every time. And what did he say? Uh, he just said, well, I don't mean it that way. I just meant, he said his point. I don't believe I agreed with him at the time, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I feel like this was a little bit of backpedaling. Adam, you he know said, he listens to the show, right? I know. He, okay. He's listening. To this is just going to be a way that I can tell Daniel how I really feel. Yeah, this is no, like me I, like holding up a doll and you talk to the doll. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I, I what he said mm-hmm. is that when I repeat stories on Throwing Down, that it seems like you summarize them and get me to the point faster. You're talking about mix minus, and but yes. Okay. On throwing down. No, no, no. On throwing oh, no. down. He okay. said you, Joe Batanz. Okay. He feels like you rein me in and summarize things and make it faster. Okay. But that on mix minus, I'm dragging it out and telling the whole set up to the and i don't know if the, i don't feel like you rush me i feel like you let me uh-huh yeah yeah okay go ahead yeah <laughs> but he said he didn't care if i repeated stories as long as i got to the point faster yeah and i said but i feel like some people may not have listened to geeky gay and i need to give the the whole setup mm-hmm. even though he's already heard the setup i need to Give it again for people mm-hmm. who haven't heard it on the other show. I know what he's talking about, but I think what I'm going to say, because I know he's listening, is I feel it's incumbent upon Daniel to do that. So often I know what he's talking about. What I'll do is like, Adam, I was listening to Geeky Gay and you talked about how your mom didn't want to go to dinner and your stepdad said he'd go to dinner and you're like, no, it's okay. So tell us why you didn't want to go to dinner. Does that make sense? So I summarize it for you and then ask a question. And I think he needs to do that. So are you saying that I'm a rambler and you guys just all have to keep me on? Well, on there is a lot. Is that what you're saying? Well, you know what it is? It's weird. And it's funny how the different – and they're not different mediums, but the different types of shows have different energies. And so like on Geeky Gay, when you go into a long monologue about uh, your mom's history of stomach issues, I'm there for it. But on this show, I'm like, we need to keep it moving. Well, that was his point. He said the whole reason he doesn't, he made those comments about me repeating stories were because I, I ramble and take too much time with the setup. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I am completely bought. I mean, I do ramble and take a long time with the setup. I'm, yeah. I'm not, but he never mentioned that before. That was just a, a reason that he pulled out of his ass, mm-hmm. I feel, but yeah. uh, I know you spent 10 so. minutes saying what he just said 10 times, but let me ask you this question, Adam Burns. I want to hear about St. Thomas. You said the people were rude. Uh, I don't like – do you want me to fly over there and kick their butt? No. No, they were – and it's not even that they were rude, but th- that's it because I don't have another thing. The other thing is rich people. I uh-huh. do not like rich people. Even though you are in the top 1% in the state of Arkansas. 
Right. Well, I'm not. I'm not really in the one top one percent. People say that, but I'm not. But so we went. We went to the Ritz. <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 And... Wait. 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 <laughs> How are you saying, Joe? You're out of your mind. I'm not in the top one percent. Crazy. Anyway, so we're at the Ritz. All right. So go ahead. Well, you know, in my defense, sure. To save money. We only did the Ritz for half of the vacation, and we did a cheaper hotel mm-hmm. for half of the vacation. So we wanted to experience the Ritz. I wanted to experience the Ritz, but we didn't want to pay. We wanted to do the whole vacation at the Ritz because it was so much money. Mm-hmm. So we did the first one at Bluebeard's, Bluebeard's Hilltop at Bluebeard's. Yeah, you know what? I, th- I heard you mention that on the show, and I was like, is this a – is this a real hotel? Say the name of the hotel again. What's the name of the hotel, the first hotel you went to? Hilltop Villas at Bluebeard's Castle. Okay. I believe it's the full name. Do you know the fairy tale of Bluebeard? Well, I know one of our, our food tour guide uh, told us that Bluebeard didn't really exist. He was yeah. uh, a Disney character or well, something. Well, the, the fairy and, tale. Okay. But do you know the yeah, story? I'm not sure. Sh- hey, I don't know. So, and, and this is what makes no sense. In the story of Bluebeard, he marries this woman, right? And he's wonderful to her, right? And it's everything's wonderful in Bluebeard's castle, okay? But he says, you'll have everything you want in all your life, okay? But just, you can never go in this one room, okay? Never. Dude, promise me, you'll never go to this one room, okay? And the wife's like, all right, whatever. And she's having a great time. But it's the, the fucking curiosity overcomes her and she goes into the room and there's all the the i believe i'm not mistaken like the dead bodies of all his former wives and i think i don't know if he landed up killing i think it just ends there i could be wrong and he said oh well now you have to die or something like that i don't remember the end right but uh but that's what a weird thing to name your hotel after well the reason they did it is but they didn't so the reason they did it is because there is a castle Mm-hmm. Or a fort there the on the island sure. that was named Bluebeard's Castle. And so they later built the hotel around that. Mm-hmm. And that was already something that was there. So it's Hilltop Villas at Bluebeard's Castle. So well, Bluebeard's Castle already was existed. Well when you well when you cut when you when I go to Seattle, you know where I stay? The Jeffrey Dahmer Inn. Oh. So yeah, it is. It's weird, but I don't even know why they named it because they, they. Well, it is this. in at the in at the Pike at the Jeffrey Dahmer Inn because the inn was already there. It's called the Jeffrey Dahmer Inn, and the, but now the but the hotel took over, so it's the inn at the Pike at the well, Jeffrey okay. Dahmer Inn. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't name it, but they named it. But That's you chose to stay there. There's, oh, I didn't know the story, and it wouldn't matter. It's just a story. I don't so feel you like there's a murderer there. If there was a good location and good price, you would stay at the Jeffrey Dahmer Inn. Sure. Oh my God. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer is in prison or dead. Is he Jeffrey dead? Dahmer is dead. Know. Jeffrey Dahmer is dead. Let me. Yeah. Did, did you think he was hot? Is he your type? I don't even remember what he looked like, but I don't recall thinking he was hot. Can someone put a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer, please, in uh, uh Discord? So, what I was going to say though, rich people. Let, let's go back to rich people because I, mm-hmm. I didn't get. So we were at the Ritz. Sure. Now, I mean, I know. There are going to be rich people at the Ritz. I understand mm-hmm. that. We were eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they put us next to this table with three, I assume, wealthy straight couples. Mm-hmm. And I can't do accents, but they sounded like New York Jewish people. Now, the reason I say that is because they were talking about, well, first of all, it's it's the accent that you associate with, you know, that, but also the topics of conversation. I, I think they actually mentioned the fact that they were Jewish or something. Okay. But and it doesn't matter. It was just the accent. Can you, can you, do an, can, you can you please do an impression of them? No, I can't. I just told you I cannot do impression. I think you should try. I think you should no, try. No, I shouldn't. I I can't do it. I can't can do I, it. Can I give you a word of advice? What? Okay. There are different ethnicities that, for whatever reason, have little things about them, little quirks, okay? So they try and avoid those kinds of stereotypes. I'm not going to get into them, right? But I would say that if you have a southern accent, you should probably avoid label well, I think everybody should avoid labeling people by their culture and race. I look, I feel like I'm fine. It's not a race thing. They're not I'm not talking about I they were white. Mm-hmm. I'm white. I feel like I'm I'm on good solid ground here. It just I yeah. wouldn't just say it sounds extra bad when you're like, I don't know, they just sounded to me like I'm no expert like some sort of New York Jews. You know, it's I, just it I sounds- did not say Jews. I said Jewish people. I heard you. I did not say Jew. Chat room can back me up. I did not say Jews. I said Jewish people. People of Jewish faith. They have a certain accent, Joe. I'm not, it's just the way it is. In, well, maybe it has nothing to do with the fact that they're Jewish. Maybe it's just a New Jersey slash New York accent. I don't know. But it's, look, you're a comedian. And I'm going to tell you something. They were real cheap too. You know that there are certain stereotypes that exist in this world. On television, there will be a, a type and they will cast, oh, this is a New York Jewish person. And you're giving me a hard time about it. That is the biggest bottle of water I think I've ever seen. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so Long Island, sure, Long Island. Um, Leah Remini kind of. Leomini's Italian. Well, whatever. Um, maybe it's not Jewish. I don't know, but it, it was an accent, Joe. That's all I'm saying. But, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the annoying part. The annoying Wait, part. The part that they were Jews wasn't annoying to you. Okay, good. No, that was not annoying. Sure. Uh, that's fine. Um, do you think Jews are going to go to hell because they don't believe that Jesus Christ is a savior, our Lord and Savior? I don't make those decisions, Joe. But do you, but if you had to know. guess, if you had to guess. I don't know, because they're the the chosen people. Maybe he'll make an exception for them. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the conversation that they were having was so annoying. So the waitress comes over, and they say to the waitress, honey, or, you know, whatever, whatever they were calling her. Um, whatever Jews we're, call waitresses. <laughs> we're going to the airport tomorrow. Okay. And... Uh, and, and they've told us we need to be there three hours early. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. We're, three hours early. What? What? Did you, we really need to be there three hours early. And she's talking. About, and 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 then the man says, he says, I, I just can't. I can't believe we're gonna have to be there three. It's like Chuck. 
you know, the other day Chuck was telling me that they just did it. They rented a private jet when they did their vacation. And, you know, if we're going to have to spend all this time waiting in a, in a stinky airport, I, I think we should just go with a private jet next time. I mean, they're not that bad. They're really reasonable. And all of them are like agreeing like, oh, yeah, we should just take a private jet. And he said, oh, he's like, you know, we took first class over here and it was a joke. They only had three rows and <laughs> all this. And he's telling this all to the waitress like, well. Uh, I just uh, uh, can't, we can't wait in the airport for three hours. We're just going to take a private jet next time. And then, and then mm-hmm. she comes, and then later, and all of their, uh, I don't, I don't know if you would find that annoying, but just that was annoying to me. Mm-hmm. How they're just sitting there talking about the fact that they're going to rent a private jet, yeah, you know, next time because they can't be bothered to mm-hmm. do first class. Mm-hmm. And then. She comes back up and they had ordered a bunch of food and they had some pasta left over. This was an Italian place. Sure. And he says, we are so stuffed. We just, we're not going to be able to finish this. Would you like to box it up and take it home? He's saying this to the waitress. Mm -hmm. He's like, we have so much food left over. Why don't you, if I was the waitress, Mm -hmm. I would feel so awkward. Some rich guy thinking, oh, this poor waitress can't afford food i've he's got he says you know last night we went to this steakhouse and we we bought so much steak we had extra left over he said i gave the leftover steak to my driver and he was so excited he was going to be able to take nice food home to his family and i was just cringing the whole time it seems like you wouldn't be you're not annoyed at all or you don't the whole conversation the whole condescending trying to give his food to the waitress Mm -hmm. telling her they're just going to rent a private jet you know, saying he gave his leftover meat to his driver. Yeah. I don't know. That was just all. <laughs> it was all. Okay. So, so here, here are my thoughts. Believe it or not, I have some, some, some thoughts. One, do I agree with you that the guy who's saying this is a little out of touch? Yes. Right. But wouldn't you say his, his, his intentions were just mis were good and just the way he was doing it was misplaced and that like he has an abundance of food he's not going to be able to eat it he doesn't want to see the food go to waste so perhaps the waitress would want to take it home i'm just now by the way it's weird to offer to the waitress but like is is that hard because you know we always think about restaurants where won't let homeless people take the scraps home and stuff like that like not that they're homeless but but it's like I, I, I see what you're saying, Adam. I agree with you that it's cringy and and, and that it's uh it's 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 awkward and whatnot. I agree with you. But I will say can you give him the benefit of the doubt and and uh his heart's in the right place. I think if you have any emotional intelligence whatsoever, mm-hmm. you should know that you don't to your wait staff, you don't I'm not I'm disagreeing not with you. That I'm is, not okay, I'm not disagreeing sure. with you. Okay. He's number trying two. to be nice, number but two. it's so annoying. Number Ugh. two, have you ever heard the whole "we hate in others what we see, what we hate in ourselves"? Uh, okay, yes. No, but I don't. I don't recall ever Hold doing it. Don't like finish. Her. Don't finish okay. my story yet. I haven't said anything. What well, I'm, I'm going to very sensitive territory here, but. Okay. Didn't you tell a story? I don't know if it was on here or on Geeky Gay or maybe both. 
and then you probably told in a mix minus because you repeat all your stories that <laughs> when you went on a first date with Mark that he almost was like gonna not go- give you a second date because you offered him tap water yeah and in your brain now by the way I don't think I've updated you I actually spoke to Filipino John Paul about this I asked yeah him about you this. told me he uh, said it's the tap water is really bad there and yeah. they yeah. yeah but um uh but what does anybody in discord remember I, re- I always remember that we're not doing the show on some other show you came up and I said oh well there's a story about Adam Burns xyz i don't remember what it is it's so crazy um have him tell the story oh what was it i don't remember what it was if anybody remember if anybody that's a weird vague thing that i said but if anybody remembers please write it in the discord anyway where i was out of touch like a rich person no 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 no. but something else something else we were on another show and something happened and i was like oh adam burns has this crazy story and I go, I have to have him tell the story because I don't remember what it is. Pavianch is right. Hopefully he remembers. Anyway, this is weeks and weeks ago. I've been forgetting to ask you. Um, so, okay. But I'll be honest with you. I think you're only a little bit – like, in other words, how do I put this? Based on the little that I know of Mark, your boyfriend, if he were to have this guy's money – I kind of feel, I know I'm going to sensitive territory, I kind of feel he'd be the same way. You think? Yes. I don't see it, but okay. I mean, because he doesn't, I, I don't see that at all, but okay. I, I And I he, feel that if you had the money. All, to, he never he never has loud conversations. So point one, they were so loud. Well, you're, we trying, to, you're, trying, to dis- you're trying to discredit what I said by going point no. by point. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't see it, but okay. I mean, I'll, I don't see it. I, I can't imagine him being that way personally, but mm-hmm. sure. And who knows? Maybe I would. I mean, maybe I would too, but it's annoying for me to hear because I just put myself in the place of this poor waitress who, you know, they're assuming, I don't know, that she's poor and can't afford then, to buy but, her own food. But or then why what, what? are you, I guess from from my own perspective, why are you put, why are you speaking for the waitress? Maybe she didn't, what did she say? I don't remember. Her, her part wasn't annoying. I'm what? only remembering the annoying part. I don't know. Rich people just annoy me, Joe. I, it's just a thing. Like all these people that are like renting the cabanas and they have people waiting on them hand and, and foot. And I forgot that you're in St. Pretty- Thomas, right? What's the, yeah. what's the situation? And, and say, now hold on for a second. I want to explore this a little further here. I, I don't know anything about St. Thomas. I imagine somewhere in the Caribbean. I know people yeah, on the U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay, U.S. Yeah. Virgin Islands. And the ethnicity there is mostly what? Well, they they speak Spanish, or a lot of them speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly because they look they're they're dark skinned. A lot of them, but so like I don't Afro Latino, like African Afro Latino. Okay, probably. so they're Afro Latino. Yeah, okay, like that. yeah, yeah. Now, is it anything like Jamaica? In that I know in Jamaica, outside of the resorts, uh, it's extremely poor. It's extremely poor outside of the resorts. Is St. Thomas the same way? I I would only imagine it's similar, but I, I will say this. Um, 
from driving around, it didn't look as poor as maybe the Bahamas mm-hmm. appeared to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I don't know. I don't have any, I don't have any firsthand knowledge, but mm-hmm. I, I think there's a mix, but yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of a port. Of, so, uh, so could it this, be this, this waitress mm-hmm. was not, she was, she was a white girl from the mainland. Okay. She was not, she was not a uh, Caribbean, you know, I mean, she was a transplant. Okay. She, hmm. You know, but I, mean, uh, I don't know. I, 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 agree, I agree with you that it is out of touch. It feels very, very what the right would call ivory tower liberal, you know, in that they're like, oh, we're doing this very nice thing. And, but they're, it, it, even though that's not what an ivory tower liberal is, but I'm just saying, I could see an ivory tower liberal going, like, oh, we're so nice. We're giving them our extra food. I see what you're saying, Adam. I just don't know if I, if I don't know, it I don't was, know. It was so annoying to me. Uh, Drew Brooks in the chat room says, didn't they get wiped out by a hurricane? Yes. Two hurricanes back to back in 2017. Oh. And they're still rebuilding. So in fact, the Ritz, they just completed their remodel. They had to close down for a year. And so they've only been back running for since like, I guess it's been a couple of years now, but they, they reopened in 2019. Now I, I know when you go to a hotel, it is requirement for you to have a hot tub and massages at the hotel. Was that the case here? The Ritz actually didn't, I didn't look into it closely enough. They did not have a spa facility. They mm-hmm. had, a, they had massages. We don't do massages, but I, normally we like the, where they'll have a separate locker room for men and women and they'll mm-hmm. have a hot tub and a steam room and the shower, you know, the special rain showers and all that kind of stuff. And they actually didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they did have a hot tub, but it was outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I like the ones that are men specific is because I like to be naked. You know, mm-hmm. I like to get naked and go, go in the hot tub and steam room and stuff, mm-hmm. but you can't just do that by the pool. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. So, all right, well, Adam Burns, it is time for um, one of my favorite parts of the whole show, the cooking segment. Today, uh, we are covering, well, you picked the recipe, but also we are we made a recipe. I know we both made it because I've seen your pictures and I have thoughts and everything, uh, but what we made was from the um, June-July 2021 issue of Cook's Country Magazine. And it was on page 23, and the name of it was Really Good Key Lime Pie. Really Good Key Lime Pie. And um, we both made it, and uh, we're going to talk about our experiences. I saw your picture in the Discord. We made ours differently in that uh, they give you this option in the recipe. No one in my family is a really big meringue fan. So I used it, and they said you can use, we have a, a whipped cream recipe in here. You can use that. So I used Cook's Country's whipped cream recipe, and I put, used that instead of the meringue. But you used the meringue, so we have two different experiences. Uh, Adam, let's start with you. What were your thoughts on this recipe? Tell me about your experience. I hope there's a spreadsheet. My first thought is... Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy, I have never had good luck with graham cracker crusts. Mm-hmm. I cannot get them to stick together Okay. to save my life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is, but they just crumble. They, they crumble. I, I cannot get them to stay together. I don't know if I, I, and I followed the recipe exactly. 
but I put it in there and um, the edges kept crumbling and I, I had to, you know, really press and use my fingers and do all this stuff to try to get it to. And then I put it back in the fridge to set up and then I put it in the oven and I had to work really hard to cut that piece out that I took a picture of without the, just the, the edge of it, not the bottom, but the edge crumbling because it was just a really crumbly and I'm assuming maybe it needed more liquid, but I followed the recipe exactly. Anyway, I never have good luck with graham cracker crust ever. Okay. So, um, and I don't think they're worth it. I would prefer a pastry crust mm-hmm. personally. But um, that being said, mm-hmm. uh, the recipe was super simple. Um, I like the fact, you know, the custard, a lot of times you'll have to do this thing where you, um, you'll temper the eggs. You'll do like hot milk or something and you'll temper the eggs and then you, and that's so fiddly and you're mm-hmm. afraid you're going to scramble the eggs and all that kind of stuff and it's yeah. weird. This one you literally just mix the egg yolks with the with the condensed or the sweetened condensed milk and the whatever else. The lime the juice liquids. and the salt and the sugar. Yeah, and the salt and the sugar and and you didn't have to do any pre-cooking. You just poured it in and put it back in the oven and it, it cooked really so it was super simple. Um so that was all good. Uh, and then the meringue. So let's talk about the meringue. I was telling the chat room that I would tell them, um, you know, why I used so much meringue. Because the comment was that I had a lot of meringue. Well, the recipe calls for four egg yolks. But the meringue recipe only uses two egg whites. Well, what am I going to do with those additional two egg whites, Right. And I thought, well, it never hurts to have extra meringue. I, I like meringue. I like a pie with a, I like a nice southern pie with a big mound of meringue on top. And I thought, well, you know, why not use um, the four egg whites? Because again, what am I going to do with these extra two egg whites? And I have never made an Italian meringue before. So. I really liked it. It was really really good. I liked it so much better. I usually do a French meringue, which basically means you just mix the egg whites with the granulated sugar in, and you get it all to stiff peaks and you put it on top of your pie and you put it back in the oven and you bake it Mm -hmm. and it gets weepy. You'll after when you put it, a lot of times if you put it in the fridge, like with a chocolate pie or something, it'll get those tear drops the weepy stuff on it and it will pull away from the sides and there are all these issues that you can have with a baked meringue like that this one i was always scared because you have to get the sugar syrup up to a certain amount of temperature and you have to it seems dangerous because you have to stream it in while your mixer's running mm-hmm. i had no problems at all and it was so good mm-hmm. The texture was so much better than the normal french meringues that i've done i really liked it i That's i will do an Italian meringue for the rest of my life. Wow. That's how much you like. I, I really liked it. In fact, I had some extra and I just put it in a container mm-hmm. and I went and ate the meringue later. Like how many points is that? Oh, I don't know. I, it's a pie, Joe. I'm, I'm not even counting. Now, how many points is the meringue? Cause it's egg whites. Well, the sugar is what oh. I'll get. And, uh, so anyway, now did I like the pie? Mm-hmm. Not especially. Oh, Interesting. Because I don't like lime pies. Wait, Adam, but, Adam, you there were different recipes to choose from. 
I know, but I I don't know. It sounded good for some reason. I mean, I, we ate the whole thing. Okay. I enjoyed it enough to eat it, but would I make it again? Probably I would use a, a different custard, you know, and not the lime. Maybe try, I don't know, because I'm just not a big lime pie fan. But it was it was a good pie, though. I will say somebody made a comment that they really liked the pretzel. Mm-hmm. I didn't really taste the pretzel in the crust. Okay. What did Daddy Mark Buck think? He thought it was too sour. So uh, that's so weird. I, 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 he didn't. He didn't hate it, but he just said it yeah. needs more sugar. He said it needs more sugar. It's too sour. And you wait. Hold on. Question. You didn't do any sort of like I'm gonna hold back because of Weight Watchers or anything. There are no changes. No, really. no changes. So I have to be honest with you. I had a very different experience from you. Uh, my crust set up beautifully, um, and I followed the instructions. I'm, I'm sure you did too. I, wa- I, c- I wonder if there's a humidity thing or like a l- elevation thing. Who knows, right? But uh, my crust set up beautifully. It uh, actually, what's funny is I don't like graham cracker crust, and I really, really, really enjoyed this one. And I'm going to go even so far as to say because the pretzel part of it was so good. It, be- which is funny because I've always said this. I love graham, graham crackers. Graham crackers by themselves, I can that, that would be an amazing dessert to me. I love graham crackers. Hate graham cracker crust. There was something about the crushed pretzels and the graham crackers that gave it this salt, this very, very. Not, I wouldn't say subtle, because you definitely taste the pretzels, but, like, it gave it a complexity that I thought was so amazing. Um, do you think maybe you used... I don't know. I don't. I really don't have an idea of... I was a little worried when I put it in, though, I will say, because it makes so much graham cracker crumbs that I was like, is this is this just a graham cracker pie? Like, I was like, is, is, is the custard going to overflow? And it didn't, you know? It is a lot of it's a lot of crust though. I it mean, is it a lot of crust. Thick, yeah, it's some pretty thick crust. I, and look, I, it's a good. It is a good lime pie. Mm-hmm. I just don't really like lime pies. So it it's nothing to do with the recipe. Yeah, it's just it's you don't you just, wouldn't like that anyway. Um, right. Yeah, I thought if you like key lime pie, I thought it was fantastic. I thought. You're right. The custard comes together to, to to make it. So what happens is, you it's a, let me. It's a very. Would you agree? It's very simple to make. Very simple. Yeah, very simple. Other than I always struggle with graham cracker crust, okay. but that's just a me thing. The, the graham cracker crust are literally. They give you the measurements. The graham crackers, the pretzels, the butter, and the salt, and the sugar. Right? There's sugar in it, or I can't remember. Yeah, no. Brown sugar. Uh, okay, yeah, brown sugar. You yeah. whip that thing. You 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 blitz it in a food processor. Uh, you take it, you press it into the pie pan, okay, and then you you bake it uh, for 17 minutes. Take it out while the, this is what I did during the 17 while I was baking. I cleaned up a little bit and I made the custard. The custard comes together in about under five minutes. I mean, it, you're right. It's just literally egg yolks, uh, sweetened condensed milk, the lime juice, you know, blah 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 blah, and the four or five ingredients. You whip, you whisk it together. I took the pie crust out. Uh, but when the custard was done, I poured it back into the pie crust, whipped it back in the oven for 30 minutes. Uh, really, the hardest part is letting it sit there because you have to let it cool out of the oven for an hour and then in the refrigerator for four hours. Uh, like I told you, I I'm used the whipped cream. I only like cold pies. Yeah. 
I, uh, yeah. I, uh, like I told you, I made a whipped cream, uh, uh, cover, um, that rather than a, a meringue, we don't really like meringue here. And then, um, that came together very, very quickly, very easily. And we made so much and, you know, my dad's diabetic, I'm diabetic. We invited their, our neighbors over. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is the best key lime pie I've ever had in my entire life. No, and I agree with really, that. I want to reiterate. It yeah, is yeah, a yeah. very good key lime pie. Yeah. I was hope. I guess I was kind of hoping the recipe that maybe I had not had a good key lime pie before. And so, and a pie sounded really good to me. So I mm-hmm. thought, well, you know what? Maybe this will convince me to like key lime pies. And what I learned was, no, I just don't like key lime pies, which is fine. You know, I've learned something. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. Yeah. It's just, it was a little sour for me, but, um, which is funny. I think, I think it's really balanced. I think it's a lot, very nice balance of the sour and the sugar and the salt. I don't know. It, it, a plus for me. And also guys, I'm not even joking. Very, very simple. Very, very simple. Now, Joe, have you ever made an Italian meringue before? I have not. So you did try, I'm going to maybe try it. Yeah. So I want to say, the mm-hmm. texture on the Italian meringue was more whipped cream like mm-hmm. than than the French meringue that we all know and love or don't love. Okay. So I think you should try it because it was it was fantastic. I loved the meringue, and I think next time I make it, I will try it. Yeah, I will. even though I will say, Adam, I mean, their their easy whipped cream was so easy, <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, whipped cream is generally easy. Yeah, I know, but it was just like, it was, anyway. All right, let's go to the next. Now, you, I already ordered your subscription to Cook's Country Magazine, but it's not going to get there for four weeks, uh, which will be around the time that you, uh, it's your turn to pick again. Um, but I did send you a picture of the back of the magazine where they have all the recipes. Uh, they have photos and everything, and I asked you to choose... And there were a lot of very. I'll, I'll tell you. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to influence you. Have you already made a choice, or you're you're making your choice now on the phone? I think I've made a choice. Okay, what is your choice? You know, the only thing I was thinking was none of these are going to be easy to make very photogenic for my for my photo. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think I'm choosing the chicken parmesan meatballs. Oh, I was looking at those. Um, wait. Oh, I think I think I sent you the wrong the back of the wrong cover. Oh no no I you, no, no 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 you did no 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 I found it. Parmesan, I found par- it number twelve. Yeah, I found it. Page twelve. It's on page twelve of the magazine. So what he's talking about, I, I did send him the right issue. What he's talking about, you can go. They sell Cook's Country in a lot of major supermarkets and bookstores and whatnot. This is the August September twenty twenty one edition of Cook's Country magazine. And um, and it's on page twelve. I'll, I'll post the photo in the um, in the Discord for the chicken parmesan meatballs. Uh, I actually I'm glad you chose that because I was really really eyeing those. Those looked really 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 good. And uh, I will post that in the Discord. So by the time next time we do a throwing down, we will do the chicken parmesan meatballs. I will tell you what's interesting. They have Ritz crackers in them. And uh, you were at you stayed at the Ritz when you were in a in a. I really enjoy Ritz crackers. Yeah, well, because there used very, to be there used mm-hmm. to be these crackers. They were called escort crackers. 
mm-hmm. and they were rectangular mm-hmm. and they're just like Ritz, but I loved those and they stopped making them. Now, Adam, I got to tell you but, something. I have some very bad news for you. What? The note at the top of the menu says, avoid ground chicken labeled 90% fat free as it tends to yield dry meatballs. Well, what I've, what I've actually been doing the last few recipes that we've done is I've been cooking them on the weekend and just using them as a, one of my splurge meals. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been, uh, I haven't been doctoring the recipes recently. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so before we move out of the, out of the, or as a transition, mm-hmm. um, I got you a present while I was in, uh, in St. Thomas. Oh. And uh, and it it's a cookbook. Oh. So I got both of us one. It is a it's a Caribbean cookbook. Oh, look at that! My modern Caribbean kitchen. And it was it was written by Julius Jackson, who's a professional chef and a boxer. Okay. And an Olympian. Okay. And he lives in the Virgin Islands, and he runs a a bakery for. Um, I don't want to say homeless, but like youth that need, need a hand. Mm-hmm. And sure. so, uh, it, and it's a, it, they're opening a new location and I met him on the food tour and he wrote this cookbook with a lot of traditional Caribbean cuisine in it. Uh-huh. And so I got one for you and one for me. Okay. And I'm going to send you, um, this one. And then at one point we can do a recipe from this. I think that's a great idea. Thank yeah. Well, that's the cooking segment. Yeah. Did you get one for Daniel Brewer? We don't have a cooking segment. Oh, you're on so mix minus. Fun. So you are going to be in so much fucking trouble. Why would he want a Caribbean you cookbook? Are going to be in so. He's much on the trouble. keto diet or paleo or whatever. Oh my he god, would... I am. It's gonna be very It wasn't. It wasn't a present. Present. It's a. We have a segment where we do recipes from cookbooks, and during the food tour, they literally said. This would be perfect for throwing down. And so I bought us one. It's a very famous show, yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. Well, Adam Burns, uh, before we get to any stories I may have, do you have any other stories? Well, no. It, I, I just want to say St. Yeah. Thomas is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, we had a fabulous uh, a fabulous time. The mm-hmm. beaches were magnificent. If you ever have a chance to go to St. John or St. Thomas, go mm-hmm. and go to either Megan's Bay Beach or Trunk Bay Beach in St. John. Two of the most fantastic beaches I've ever been to. Ever been to? Yeah. Re- white sand, crystal oh, clear blue water. I mean, it was yeah. fantastic. Uh, I've already told this story. So the only other thing is the one downside is our rental car. Uh, the battery kept dying <gasps> on the rental car and they had no replacement. And so we had to do a taxi the last two days. And there was a bit of a, there was a bit of a nightmare mm-hmm. uh, there. And, uh, but, but I won't bore people who've already heard that story on another podcast, you know, but yeah, that was a, you wouldn't have that problem if you had a private jet. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah>. That's true. <laughs> If you had a private jet, you wouldn't have had that problem at all. Well, actually, I would. I mean, I would need a driver in a private car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh... Throwing Down is brought to you by, uh... 
I don't know. I just remember there was a private jet in that. Not, not private, just a jet sound in that. Uh, uh, do you miss the throwing down theme song? Not throwing down, the, the dubious intent theme songs and whatnot? Yeah, I do. I do somewhat. But, you know, we needed a change. We've been doing it for a long time. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Anyway, uh, so, so how have you been doing? What are well, your you know, I had a birthday. Happy birthday, but oh, that was your, actually this is your birthday present. Oh, thank you! What a very nice birthday present. Happy, happy birthday! You know, speaking of, uh, you, I think you told the story that was similar to this. I before well, before throwing down ever existed. I was on another show called Catching Up. Yeah, right? I remember. Yeah, and um, are you still friends with Mike? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Very okay. good friends. In fact, on the Friday before my birthday. The Friday before my birthday, uh, I get an, uh, a text message from Mike Lawson saying, happy birthday, friend. I'm going to be, you know, uh, unavailable. I'm going to be off the grid on your birthday. So I wanted happy birthday now. Also, I got you a birthday present and it arrives tomorrow. This I got this Friday evening, this night. I got this email or text message or whatever it was. And so the next day is Saturday. My birthday was on a Sunday. Okay. And I go, okay, I just clocked that my gift is going to arrive Saturday. Okay. And don't think much about it. And um, Saturday rolls around. I'm hanging around. And my dad comes and he's like, Dory, you got a package. And I was like, uh, who's it from? I don't know, but uh, I think it's a birthday gift. I'm like, okay. Right? So then it's lunchtime, right? And he goes, uh, my dad goes, so what was in the, what was in the package? I go, I don't know. It's a birthday present. Who sent it to you? And I go, I think it was, um, Mike Lawson. Why would he send you a birthday present? I go, cause it's my birthday. He goes, open it. I want you to open it. My mom's like, yeah, open it. It's like, all right. So I go get the package, and then I'm about to open the package, and I go, wait, 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 wait. What if it's not Mike Lawson? And I said, well, Mike Lawson told me my gift was arriving today, so I'm assuming it's Mike Lawson. Well, right? didn't, didn't, wasn't there a return address or something on no, the... No, it was from Amazon. Okay. From Amazon. So I go, they go, well, what if it's from your brother... Who's also named as Mike. Who's also named as Mike. What if it's from your brother? Uh, do, don't open it. We, you know, just uh, just kind of open that and then we'll look. And I go, okay, that's fine. So I open the tape and I hand Does them the box. your brother not want you to open it early? No, he doesn't care either. Right? They're the only, for them, to the, both of them, you only open birthday presents on your actual birthday. Then why were they trying to convince you to open it in the first place? I don't know. Okay. Because they're curiosity. So they you know they wanted to see it. That's what it was. Okay. Right. So they go, let us see it. Let us see it. Okay. Cause maybe we can tell who it's from when we look at it. Or maybe there's a receipt in the box. And I go, okay. So they look at it and they go, oh, they literally like hands over their mouths. They're like Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
this is the nicest gift. I, oh my God. And I'm like, holy shit. And like, yeah, your brother sent this to you. And I go, well, that's weird because what is it? Well, we can't tell you. It's not your birthday. But oh my God, it is. Close it back up, Joe. Put some tape on it. They're like, it is so nice. We have never. You're going to love this so much, yeah, Joe. The, yeah. You're going to love this so much. And my dad goes. Tomorrow. My dad, go, my, my dad literally goes, did you and Mike Lawson used to date or something? And I go, no. He's like, this is not a gift you just buy for a friend. This is. I think this is your brother. I think this is your brother. Because whoever bought you this gift, this is a gift you buy for someone you really love. Like this is. This is a very special gift. I think your brother did it. I go, we'll call him. Nope, we're not going to call him. I think your brother did it. And we don't want to embarrass him. Trying to make it sound as good as possible just to torture you? Would they do something like that? Well, then it didn't work. I didn't care. I was like, I'll just open it. Because they're like, you can't open it until tomorrow. Right? No. You can't open it until tomorrow. I don't get excited about gifts, so I probably would have been like, okay, I'll put it in the closet and open yeah, it tomorrow and yeah, go back about how, playing Breath That's of how the I Wild. was. Yeah, that's how I was because I am a 40-something-year-old man who doesn't, like, lose – I'm not – I didn't sleep – I didn't lose sleep over it or anything, oh. right? But the whole time, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, uh-huh, it's your brother. And I go, well, look for a receipt. And they go, there's no receipt in the box. We looked. We looked. There's no receipt in the box, no gift receipt, no note. In brother. fact, I don't even enjoy presents because I'm afraid I'm not going to look happy enough when I open them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to disappoint the person who gave it to me. I have the same fear. Okay. So the next day rolls around. My brother and his family were coming over for breakfast. Okay. And they get there and my mom goes, did you get Joey? And then she takes my side and she whispers in his ear and he goes, no, his gift comes on Wednesday. And she goes, oh. He goes, who got that for him? And she goes, I don't know. I go, no, we 100% know it was Mike Lawson got me that. He said the package is arriving tomorrow. He sent that Friday night. I don't know, Joey. No, Mike Lawson would not send you that gift. So, like, okay, whatever. So, we have breakfast. It's time to open the gifts, Right. And I get my bro- – well, my brother's gift isn't there, but my parents give me their gift. Uh, Aunt Linda gives me her gift. The neighbors give me their gift, the ones with the key line pie. They give me a little card. And now I go, okay, where's Mike Lawson's gift? They take – they took the box, the Amazon box, and retaped it up and then wrapped it in wrapping paper. Okay. Right? <laughs> and they hand me a wrap. And I go, this didn't arrive wrapped. They're like <laughs> – it's your birthday. And I go, okay. So They're I, really into these birthday gifts. Yes, aren't they're they? way they're... too into the birthday gifts. So I open up <laughs> the box. My, Do you My mom literally this is the difference between your parents and my parents. My mom literally says, Hey Adam what do you want for your birthday? And then I'll tell her and she'll be like, Would you order that for yourself on Amazon and then I'll just pay you back? No. They won't <laughs> in fact they're ridiculous. They'll literally say they're they're they're, they're, they make little they even less sense. They'll be like, put we don't know what to get you. Put an Amazon wish list together, okay? And I put one together, and then they go, you can't look at it. We want to surprise you. It's not going to be a surprise. I put it on the wish list, 
right? And I can't get into that company. Maybe they're afraid that once they buy it, it's going to check it off your list or something. I don't know. Well, they, they can do that. Yeah. Anyway, so I opened the box. Okay. Remember, this is they. It was you would think it was the inside of the briefcase on Pulp Fiction, the way they were reacting, right? If you had to guess what Mike Lawson gave me, what do you think it was? I don't even know, but I do I do imagine that Mike is a very thoughtful person because he seems like he would I feel like Mike would agonize over mm-hmm. the best thing to because he seems like that type of person that really mm-hmm. focuses in on something, sure. but I could be completely wrong. Sure. I don't let's see. Gosh, and they said it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, I, it's my parents saying it's so nice. I, d- I don't even know. Like, what would I give you? I feel like if I was giving you a gift, I would I would figure out who your favorite, I don't know, like comedian or something, get some autograph something, or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know what you would need, but I, yeah. I don't know, like a, um, a gold plated taco. No. I'm a taco truck. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to show you what it was. I have it right here, actually. I have no thoughts. Oh, I thought of something. What? I would get you like a really nice magic trick. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Really not that. That's what I would give you, like yeah. a or a, a fancy wand or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got me oh, a drone. It's a drone. <laughs> he got me a drone. Why my parents were so excited? I mean, Adam, beside themselves, like so excited for me to open oh. the gift and see my face when I open the they, drone. They must think it's really expensive. That must be what it is. Yeah. Because je- back in the day, drones yeah. were. You know, fifteen hundred, two thousand. Yeah, but now you can get a drone for fifty bucks. Yeah, and I I don't know what it costs, but I think it's around that, right? Which is so maybe by they the were way, thinking, oh, that's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, they probably they probably thought it was like three or four, five hundred bucks or something like that, right? Okay, so, um, so I take it. So like, at my brother and his family leave, and I have some down. I had people coming over that night. I had some downtime, so I'm like, I'm gonna fly the drone. Okay. Now, my parents have a very large, I really don't explain it, almost like an amphitheater for, for a living room. It's very, 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 very high. I would say the ceilings are like. Oh, you don't want to drive those things inside. <laughs> 25 feet high, right? So I'm all, I will just do this inside, right? You need to learn how to fly it yeah. before you try inside. So I put, follow the instructions, right? Yeah. And I do everything, put these little guards on, the propeller. I put, I do everything the way you're supposed to, right? Yeah. I t- and, the, and the controller has a thing where you put your phone on the controller and you can see and stuff like that, right? So I turn it on and it's, it's, it is sort of magical because these lights come on, you know, they flash on and every, yeah. everything's working, right? And the, and I, I, I turn it on, the propellers start turning, you know? And then I go, all right, time for liftoff. And it goes, and all of a sudden, it just, it, because I don't know what I'm doing, it banks really sharp, like like I'm showing Adam on the screen, but it's showing right, and it goes to the right and crashes right into a wall. Okay. And then it's, yeah, and that's then what it, happens. Yeah. So I turn off, the, I turn everything off. But when I turn everything off, 
one of the propellers just keeps spinning. And I'm doing everything I can so the propeller stops spinning, right? Won't stop. So I take the find the battery. I cut my fi- I didn't cut my finger, but I almost it, I put my, I touched it and it oh. it's really sharp. But it didn't yes. it didn't it didn't break skin. Didn't break skin. Take the battery pack out. It stops. And I go I don't know. And I would occasionally put the battery pack in, take it out. So I go well, that's not good, right? So I so Mike Lawson finally comes back from his trip, and he goes, "What did you think of my gift?" And I'm like, "Well, good news, bad news. I love it. Good news." Bad news, uh, it crashed into a wall. <laughs> and now one of the propellers won't stop. So what I did was I contacted the company. They're very nice. They're sending me a new drone. Oh, that's nice. It'll get here tomorrow, Wednesday. And then they told me I can keep this drone for the extra parts, which the most convenient part is they give you two battery packs, right? But you know those battery packs will last fifteen minutes or something like that. So now yeah. I have four battery packs for extra long drone time, mm. for all the droning I'm going to be doing. Um, which is yeah, kind of, you need to practice outside. Yeah, I'm going to take it to a park. I've learned my lesson. There's gonna, actually no reason to fly them inside anyway. Well, I thought it'd be funny to like hover around and follow my mom with the drone or chase her around the house. I thought that'd be fun. Those those blades can cut somebody. Oh yeah, sure can, buddy. I gotta tell you something. They really do, especially you. You know who it wouldn't cut though. I don't. Jews, because they got them devil horns and no blood. I did not say. What? I did not say that word. I said Jewish people. People of Jewish descent. I was very respectful. You were very respectful by saying they were pushy and loud and annoying like Jewish people. Oh, they were so annoying. No, I didn't say like Jewish people. I said their accent was like a Jewish person of Jewish descent. And then they were rich, wealthy, annoying people. I did not compare the two. I'm not saying Jewish people are annoying. I'm not saying that. And I didn't say that. You know what you are saying. I love black people. Okay, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... uh... They were white. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.